Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. This is Amy Carlson, the Toxin Terminator, and we have got a special guest for you today, Lisa Gumanik. She is from Sydney, Australia. She is a leading health, wellness, and nutritionist and business coach. She's an intuitive with a love and a passion for energetic health and all things woohoo. And let me tell you, she's going to be talking about woohoo. We get into tapping, EFT, we get into cards and colors. And she shares with you a lot of this information about tapping and EFT actually is uh, scientifically proven and evidence-based. And she's going to share some of that information with you towards the end of the conversation. But she pulled some cards for me and we get into sharing a little bit about that. Uh, She really loves to be able to help you overcome a lot of your chronic illnesses through raising your energy levels within yourself and around yourself. Her background, she has lived in the inner west since moving in with her husband in about 2010, but for six years, she suffered from chronic illnesses. She's going to talk about those where she was sick, seriously in bed, could not get out of bed and reoccurring. Um, She discovered a new version of herself through her health, through a a lot of support and a lot of local practitioners and friends, and she is now wanting to give back to you, the community. Her mission is to support, connect, collaborate, and work with all women uh, through events, meetup, workshops, programs, online, in person. She's got a podcast of her own. You guys are just going to fall in love as I did with Lisa Gumanik. Hey, everyone, it's Amy Carlson, The Toxin Terminator, and we're so glad you're back with us this week. We've got a super guest. I cannot wait to get going. I just want to thank all of you who are listening to the podcast and make sure that you get us a rating and a review. Tell me what you are thinking of the guests that I'm bringing to you so that I can make sure I'm bringing valuable content. Now, we have got Lisa Gumanik on the podcast today, and Lisa... Thank you so much for taking your time. It's so fun because Lisa is tomorrow morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great to be here. Absolutely. And if you can't tell already, uh, Lisa is from Sydney, Australia. She is a leading holistic uh, resilience and transformation coach. And boy, have we got some great topics that we are going to talk to you all about. I believe our conversations are all going to center around healing and energy today. Sounds good to me. Does that sound good to you? Now, Absolutely. Be- before we got started, Lisa pulled a card for me, and this is so interesting. Can you talk to us a little bit about what cards are and, and kind of guide us into the conversation, and I'll give my little bit on it. 
Yeah, absolutely. So cards can be a really great way of supporting where you're at and guiding you with messages in terms of support. So this morning, for example, I'll just pull the card up here. Um, I asked you, this is actually a really beautiful new set of cards that a friend delivered. I opened up the front door this morning and there they were sitting there. There's some really beautiful cards on colour. So colour is an amazing source of energy and vibration. It helps us to raise our vibration. So white, for example, has all ranges of colour in white. Then obviously, you know, you have the individual colours like blue and red and pink and whatnot. And so this morning I pulled this card for you. I asked permission if I could pull a card for you. I asked to pull a card for the intention for whatever it was that you needed this morning. And the card that I received was Sapphire, which uh, the little message underneath was regenerate your, your, your body. Yes. And there was a, there's a little book that comes with the cards and I read it out to you and it was all about regenerating your body. And what did it mean to you, Amy? So what I heard is one of the things that, that Lisa read to me was that it was also not just healing the body and regenerating the body, but it was also calming of the mind. And any those of you who are close to me and know, I'm going through a huge transition in life right now where I, I have sold... Um, a, a business I've been involved with for the last 40 years. And so closing this chapter is in this, these last few days are quite, quite hectic. So that calming really resonated with my soul. But not only that, but the regeneration of the body all the, uh, those of you who know me very closely also know that um, while I've done a lot of work with removing hidden toxins in my environment, um, I don't do so hot on the eating side of it. And there's just some areas that I really need to do some work with on my physical body. And that has a lot to do with how I eat and how I move. And so that just really spoke to me um, in the color blue. I've got a diffuser that uh, diffuses a blue. I can change colors on it. So I know now to help me with that energy work that I need for the body that I need to be working with the color blue. Mm. And you're currently wearing blue this morning as well. So it's amazing how <laughs> some of, you know, color can be really amazing for energy healing or reflection and there can be messages in that. So one thing that you could also do is visualize the color blue. And bring the color blue all the way through your through your body and through your cells. So you were saying that you, you don't necessarily nourish yourself in terms of food. So if you're feeling like I haven't nourished myself properly, what can I do? And rather than being in the head and focusing on I haven't nourished myself, I haven't nourished myself, nourish yourself with the color blue, and that will help you to nourish yourself and make good uh, and the choices that you make in terms of you know food and whatnot and so calm what you down. So, well, oh, yeah. So, was that that be just like a visualization technique? So, just closing your eyes and really, you know, kind of immersing yourself in that color blue. Yeah, you can you can immerse yourself in the color blue in terms of if you you might want to visualize you're swimming in the ocean or swimming in a in a pool of blue, or and that's sort of an external experience, and or you might want to physically go to to water um, or have a shower. Um, so the representation could be physical and it can also be energetic as well in terms of a visualization. So you can visualize blue coming through, say, the crown of your head and filling up um, from the top to the bottom 
and going down into the ground or likewise the other way from your feet all the way up to the top of your head and just radiating out of all of your cells, radiating out of all of your body. And actually, as we're talking about it now, it's actually making me feel a lot calmer. I am. It is just absolutely amazing. I am so on board with energy work. I am so on board with, you know, we, everything is made of energy. Um, And I know you can talk to us about that. And one of the things that you really work with is color as, as a form of energy and for people. So this was such a great lead in to some of those energy works that we can do. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about your background and how this kind of brought was drawn for you as a passion? Yeah, there's quite a story behind it. And we've had a few chats about it, Amy. So it's like, where do we, where do we start kind of at the beginning, but it's quite a long story. But what happened was six years ago, I was working in Corporateville, type A personality, work, 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 push myself in terms of uh, my mental capacity at work in terms of achieving, push myself physically in terms of exercising. I love exercising. I love high intensity exercise. I was also getting married at the time. And so this particular year had a lot of things. There was a lot of achievements. There was a lot of pushing. And after I got married, uh, I actually had a conversation with myself a few days before I got married that I have been able to reflect on. And that was a, a really big sign for me emotionally, spiritually, mentally, that my body was just depleted. But it took me five or six years to actually understand what that message was because I wasn't listening to my body. And then you talk about from a nutritional perspective, and I wasn't fueling my body with the right nutrition. I was eating a lot of carbohydrates, a lot of protein bars, you know, high intensity exercise, high intensity, you know, pushing myself at work. I didn't know what emotions were and how to process them. I was suppressing them and holding on to them. And I wasn't connected spiritually or energetically. And so my body just said, hey, I've had enough. Yeah. And within a very short period of time, my, my energy levels um, declined. Right. And so from a toxin perspective, obviously, you know, we can already see there's a number of toxins there, but I also had a number of pathogens affecting me. And so for the last six years, I have had Lyme disease. I started off with glandular fever, uh, an autoimmune disease, um, glandular fever, shingles, and mm. a number of other infectious illnesses, infectious diseases were affecting me. And so for a lot of that time, and we've had conversations about it, I looked at, and I've kind of got my fingers up here drawing a triangle, and at the base I had physical, and that's the physical stuff that we work on. You know, what do we need to do for our physical body? How do we need to move? What herbals or supplements do we need to take? What practitioners do we need to see? What food do we need to be uh, eating to fuel our body at that level? And so for about five years, that's what I was focused on. Right. And my practitioners would say to me, Lisa, what about your emotions? What about the emotional levels and layers? I said, yeah, well, if I just get better from this illness, then everything, that's why I'm, you know, upset or that's why I'm angry or that's why I'm in the state that I am. But what I hadn't realised was it was the emotional side 
that was actually holding me back and I was so traumatised by things that had happened in my life and conversations and I had a little car accident and things that I said, I've had a really good upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents are really loving, um, you know, they're you know financially stable. There's no reason for me to be traumatised by things. But what I had, I took on these emotions that I didn't know how to get rid of. Right. And so the emotional, the mental and the spiritual side was what was keeping me sick. I mean, along with the, the, the physical and I was working on those layers, but they alone for me weren't enough. Right. So for some people, you know, they're processing their emotions, they're processing their, uh, their mindset, they're connected spiritually, but they're not working on those physical layers of what they're fueling their body with in terms of nutrition. Right. But for me, it was very much all of those layers. Right. Well, and, and I think it's so important that we touch on the emotional side. You and I had such a great conversation before we even decided to, you know, bring you in on, on the podcast about emotions. I am an absolute firm believer that when you stuff those emotions and you're shoving them down, like you talked about doing, they're going to come out and manifest themselves in a physical way. Uh, and so it's important if we're not if we're doing all the things that we're supposed to be doing to heal ourselves physically and we're still not, that we better start taking a look at some of those emotions that might need to be healed. Absolutely. And talk about perfect timing or divine timing. To some extent, I can't believe this is happening, but obviously it is because we're on the podcast and everything is happening in you know divine order and timing. So I haven't had a chest or a throat infection for a very long time. And I was at a workshop. Uh, I'm doing a course at the moment. And so I'm with the same bunch of people on this course. And something happened last night at the course And someone said something to me, which questioned my, not questioned my, which was in relation to my authenticity and love and, you know, was questioning and said, I don't think that you're actually coming from a place of love. And I literally, as it was happening, felt this massive wave of energy just come straight in into me and through me. It put me into fight or flight and freeze straight away my whole body started shaking and I felt so heavy. And, um, and I realized that that's not necessarily my stuff, but because I was in that fight, flight, freeze mode, and it's my general response that I also, I don't know how to respond. So I was like, oh, oh, I'm taking on what she's saying, but I wasn't actually able to communicate. So I tried to do some emotional work and which I did a little bit last night, but I was processing a lot of it in my sleep. I've woken up this morning and my throat and my chest are really heavy and really intense, like I'm coming down with something. So I opened up my book, one of my little favourite books here, which is The Secret (laughs) Body of Your Language. I know. I know exactly where we're going. (laughs) I love it. um, And so I thought, yes, obviously there's a little bit of throat and throat is in relation to communication. And I felt I wasn't able to communicate, Mm -hmm. but I felt this morning, like I could physically feel all of this in my chest. So are you open to me sharing? Absolutely. Please do. So chest congestion, the congestion is holding back, feeling blocked, difficulty in communicating and asking for what you want, allowing others to dictate to you 
doing as they say and then feeling angry and resentful. Uh, and that is exactly spot on. Spot on. That I woke up feeling angry and resentful and angry and resentful for myself for not speaking up and allowing her message to dictate me and how I responded and reacted to that. Exactly. And so I've done a bit of processing. I've done some tapping. Um, I have uh, done some inner child work and some matrix reimprinting to go into that situation where my body felt, uh, you know, went into fight or flight and wasn't able to process what was happening. And I've energetically gone in to be able to visualize what it is that I wanted and needed at that time and the resources that I didn't have and create those resources for me now. So what you... I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt. No, no, that's great. And I was just going to say, as I, as I process that, I can actually feel the energy changing and shifting. Absolutely. And for for those who are on the other end, uh, listening and going, oh, does this actually really happen? I used to be one of those cynical people thinking, really, does this actually happen? So it's really nice to be on the other end, talking about it and sharing it and saying, actually, I wasn't a believer and now I'm experiencing it and I am a believer. Absolutely. Can, do, can I share a story? Is that okay I, with yeah, you? Yeah, I'd, um, I'd love for you to do that. So we're talking about how uh, emotion affects our physical well-being. And I, I want to get in, don't let me get, get off the hook with, because you tied into two modalities that you were using that I really want to tap into hmm. here. Huh. Any, any, into <laughs> <laughs> um, I was at a conference and by the mid-afternoon at this conference, I started getting a migraine so severe that I was nauseous. Um, I was losing my peripheral vision. And I hadn't had a migraine like that in years and years. I used to get yeah. them a lot. But so I'm, I'm losing my vision. And people who are looking at me are going, there is something seriously wrong with you. They can see it in my face. And so I went to a gal that had I had worked with on some emotional work, you know, before. And I said, Danny, you got to help me out. I, I'm physically ill and I'm losing my vision. And so she started working with me and what we, we, we got into, and now mind you, I use essential oils. I'm using everything that I can pull out and drum out to use to help suppress this. And it just continually continues to escalate and get worse. Mm -hmm. Um, So we dial into the emotional side of it. And Mm -hmm. what it was, was there was a female in my life that I was really struggling with and wasn't being able to release uh, Mm -hmm. this female. And I I mean, she just hit it on the, the head, you know, of exactly what was going on. And the emotions just poured out of me. And within mm. 20 minutes of her starting to work with me, um, I, I, I released it and I was, I was a whole new person. The migraine was gone. The vision was back. There was no upset. Light didn't bother. It was in 20 minutes time. Mm. It was mm. just absolutely incredible. So when anybody talks to me about emotions affecting our physical health, I, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer. I, I'm like you that, that you have to experience it to really get over to the other side, don't you? Mm-hmm. 
And the words that are coming to me is woohoo. You know, this sounds so woohoo. And I used to, yeah, really? Does this actually happen? No, this, that's really woohoo. And for me, it wasn't until I started to experience things like this, mm-hmm. um, you know, through seeking out different practitioners and not getting well, I would, my rational, and when I would have these experiences, my rational mind would say, okay, that happened. But how could that actually happen? So I would, I would do this dance. And for many years I would do this dance. I would have some kind of experience and go, yep. But, and I would say to people, did you just see that? Or did you experience that? Yeah. And then I, I, I dip my toe in and then dip it back and dip it in and dip it back going, uh, uh, uh. So, yeah. yeah. It, and and I think I think that's the way it works for a whole lot of us, right? You know, um, our audience they might be thinking, "Whoa, it's just like anything we try out new. We have to get that firsthand experience with it in order to really be one hundred percent on board with it." When you because were, there's two ahead. things there: Tr- trust and fear. Mm. So it's it's it's. You know, we, we're so much in our analytical mind. We're doing so much of the time. Um, we're using that left brain. We're not using the creative side, the flow side so much. You know, we all have the ability to tap into our intuition. We all have the ability to, and when we talk about intuition, we can get a little bit further and, you know, you've got some of those psychic abilities. We all have the ability to do that, but we've lost it. We've become disconnected from it. Um, and so that's why it seems so woohoo. And then we're afraid of it. Right. Right. Because what are people going to think? What is, you know, what, what is this? It, I agree. But it's a, it, it's a fear of the unknown. Yes. I mean, if, if, if you for a moment, Amy, just take a moment to think about what makes you afraid or think about mm. the future, how do you feel about the future? Well, see, for me, I am excited. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, I am. I When I think about the future, I'm excited. I put my faith in God that I know he has a purpose and a path for me to walk down. Now. And, that, and that's where it is. You know, you also have that trust that you're being guided by something that is bigger and greater than you and you're in the flow. Right. So when you're in that place, then, then you're not afraid and there isn't fear. Fear to me is a lack of faith. Yeah. Fear is a lack of faith it, it, because fear is the unknown and, and it's, a, it's a non-event. It's not even real. Um, you know, so we're imagining something that, that may or may not even happen um, and we're allowing ourselves to get stuck. We're allowing ourselves to be held back. We're allowing ourselves. No, I'm in a good spot right now. Come to me last week. I wasn't in such a good spot, you know? So I, for me, when I have that fear, I have to go to my faith. I have to say, Lord, I know you have this. I know. And I have to just read verse, 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 verse that I know helps me put that back into perspective. Yeah. And that's, you know, we're talking about energy today and that's your energetic tool. That's one of your energetic tools in your toolkit, in your supportive toolkit and your go-to, something that you do on a regular basis. But then when things come out of balance, what is it that I need energetically to help support me get into balance? Right. And one of those things for you is prayer and connection. Right. 
Right. Now, when you were talking about, you know, the the person at the conference coming to you and 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 that energy and this is that intuition that you are talking about. Guest, I know when you're listening uh, to this podcast, you can walk into a room and you get a bad vibe from somebody. You just know, and there's not an explanation, right? It's just... Mm, I, you know, I'm going to be polite and, and, and speak, but this is not someone I'm allowing in. You, you know, you felt that energy coming force, you know, full force, uh, you know, from that person. And that's energy because it's energy swirling around the room and swirling around us. I'm talking. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic because uh, that is, you know, energy from a, from, I guess, a, a negative or a dense or a heavy energy where sometimes, you know, yeah, I don't want to go and talk to them. I don't want to sit next to them. Or I don't want to be in that part of the room. But then from the other perspective, you sense high vibrational energy and you think, right, there's something about her or there's something <laughs> about him. I need to go and spend some time with them or I need to sit near them or... Right. I need to have a conversation with them. What is, and there is something that draws you to them. Yes. Um, and just as an example, my husband went to Tony Robbins uh, four day Unleash the Power Within just mm-hmm. a few days ago because he was in Sydney. And, and talk about high vibration and high energy. <laughs> but what happened was my husband is, is an introvert. So he gets his energy from himself. He's happy to go to a conference. You know, there was, you know, about 7,500 people there. He'd be, happy to, he'd be happy to go in and spend all the time on his own, whereas I'm like, who am I going to meet? How many people can I meet? Yeah. Um, you know, he'd just walk in and I'd, like, I'd be clapping, high-fiving everybody. Like we've got completely different energies in that regard. So I wasn't going. He went on in, on his own and I said, oh, you know, you're going to meet some people. And, yeah, he's like, no, 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 Lisa, I'm just, I'm happy to go there. Okay, so get there early, meet some new people. I'm happy to go there on their own. Anyway, I touched base with him on the first day and I said, how's it going? He's like, good, good, good. I said, have you met anyone? He said, yeah, I have actually. I met one person who my husband is in the car care industry. And he said, yeah, I looked around the room and I sort of, I had my seat and I looked around the room and I found some, I I saw someone, he was wearing a, a, you know, like a bit of a car jacket. And I just felt this sense and this pull to go and have a chat with him. And sure enough, he works in the same industry. They hit it off and they spent the four days together. And, you know, he tapped into his intuition and that pull out of seven and a half thousand people. Right. Of someone who was sitting several seats away and he felt the energy and the vibration and the pull towards him. Isn't that amazing? I laugh as you were telling the story because I've been to a Tony Robbins event and as an intro, I am an introvert, believe it or not. But, um, you, you can't be an introvert in Tony Robbins events. He just doesn't allow it. So I just giggle at the fact because I, you know, he's got a, you have to go experience for yourself. I want to talk about a little bit about EFT because, oh my gosh, we're just like, time is blowing away here. But EFT, you talked about it when you talked about your event. Can you, you know, uh, that was something I believe that you were walking yourself through going back to an event. That's all part of EFT or am I off base with that? Yeah, so EFT is emotion, um, uh, called emotional freedom techniques. It's also known as tapping. Mm-hmm. And so what it does is it helps to free your emotions. So 
we emotions are energy in motion Mm -hmm. and negative emotions get stuck in the body you know, we know for 5,000 years there are these energy lines that run through the body called meridians right? coming from traditional Chinese medicine. So they are energy lines that run through the body. And so tapping taps on the acupuncture points or the end points of some of the meridian lines in the body. And so for people who have had acupuncture, acupuncture uses a needle, but tapping just uses your hands to tap. So uh, one of the points, for example, is what's known as the karate chop point, which is on the underside of the hand. Mm-hmm. We're tapping while we're online here. Yeah. The next one, the, the next we're one, it. yeah, we're doing it. Um, so just visualize it energetically. Um, so another, another one is on the top of the head. Yes. Uh, another one is on the inside of the eye, in between the eyebrows. Yes. Another one is on the outside of the eye, on the bony bit on the out. Yeah, that's perfect. Bony bit on the outside of the eye. The next one is under the eye, on the bony bit under the eye. So that one, for example, is a stomach meridian. So if people have challenges with their stomach, then that's a really good one. You can tap both sides or you can tap one side. It doesn't matter. Um, if you tap one side, it does uh, impact both sides. And that will affect the stomach meridian. Then you have under the nose. Mm-hmm. And then you have... Uh, under the uh, under the lip on the middle chin bit there mm-hmm. on the soft bit mm-hmm. and then just below the collarbone so you can tap on both sides and another one is under the arm about four inches a little little bit lower where you are so in line with the the breast and that's it, the spleen meridian is it kind of where the bra strap is gonna yeah like the top perfect. of the bra strap is coming across yeah yep. I would yeah the, the, the middle of the bra strap yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so perfect. So they are the, 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 the key spots. So what often happens is, as an example, when people get stressed or something happens or so they see something. So someone's working, walking across a crossing and they see that a car, for example, is not, is not, is not going to stop. So somebody you might go, oh, and you pull your hand to your chest. Mm-hmm. And the reason you're pulling your hand to your chest is one is because your heart is there, so it's sort of protecting your heart. But that is also the um, the one of the tapping points, which is the kidney point. So it's coming up to your your chest isn't, as like a protection and for tapping. Isn't that interesting? So tapping is the physical uh, tapping points on the body, but you also say things. So we're so used to not saying negative things. So in terms of if you have a pain or so if we use your example of your, your headache, normally you wouldn't say, I've got a headache, I've got a headache, I've got a headache, because that's reaffirming it. And it's creating those neural pathways and those networks in the brain and in the body and reaffirming it and holding it firm that you have a headache because you're focusing on it but tapping because it's uh, a physical process and it's physically tapping on the meridian and the acupuncture points of the body that actually in itself gets energy flowing so energy gets stuck and tapping gets it moving so what we do is we create on that karate chop point a setup phrase so even though I have this headache uh, and it's piercing and it's affecting my vision so you say, what is the problem? And you identify it. And then you say something positive like, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And then you yeah. keep tapping, even though I have this uh, headache and it's affecting my vision and it's really, really painful and I don't know where it's coming from, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. 
And you say it one more time, a third time, even though I have this problem, this pain in my head, this headache, and I have problems with my vision and I don't know where it's coming from and I just want it to be gone, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. You then move to the top of the head and tap. So you tap for at least six to seven times and then you have a reminder phrase, this headache I feel inside of the eye, this pain I feel in my head outside of the eye, this pain that I feel in my head under the eye, this pain that I feel in my head. And then you go through all those uh, points in the body and you reassess how you feel. So you tune back into the pain in your head, your headache, the problem with vision, and it may increase or it might be neutral or it might decrease. And then you just constantly, you continually go with rounds that are very similar. So you just keep tapping, you keep saying reminder phrases, uh, and then it actually helps to clear it from the body. So people have gone from a pain level of a 10 out of 10 to zero, no pain. That is, I, I've been through some various different tapping courses and I absolutely love it because, you know, here we go. Guys, we just gave you a great tool <laughs> and, and you'll just have to keep listening to get those steps, you know, and now the, the first one with the tapping on the side of the hand, the karate chop point, that's the one that you're going to do three times, Correct. You do that yes, three. To, you create your setup statement with your problem, and then say, "I deeply and completely love Please. and accept myself." Yep. And then the but on the top of the head, and then to the middle, and under, and out, or out, and then under. You're just going to go through those series until you feel better. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And you have just a little reminder phraser. So it's you know right. this pain, this pain that I feel this problem with vision. Um, so you just create a little phrase that is a reminder. So you don't need to do the whole statement. Right. Right. Uh, thank you. That was, that was so great to be able to share that and, you know, let everybody know how to get, you know, beyond this. I see a lot of people that speak on stage and, you know, it looks like they've got nervous energy and they're tapping on that outer portion of their, and, and, and they're tapping. They're, they're absolutely tapping into that energy. Yeah, and it's really great because um, you don't have to go through all the rounds to get the benefit. So as you said, just tapping on that karate chop point, if you're out and about, I mean, my husband says to me, Lisa, you you know, you look a little bit crazy here, like tapping <laughs> when we're out and about. And I said, look, A, I'm not fast because I would rather feel better <laughs> than look good. Um, and I might be known as, the, you know, the, the woman who goes for her walk, we've got a bay close by, walk around the bay, you know, doing tapping and, and looking like a crazy person. But people will get to know me. Maybe I think I need a shirt. You know, I am tapping, I am doing EFT and I am, you know, releasing all of my emotions. Why don't you come and walk and tap with me? Yeah. <laughs> instead, of instead of talking about it and bitching about it and ingraining those conversations further, let's release it. Let so that know. one little spot that you mentioned, that karate chop point, it's awesome. If you're in a meeting um, at work or, you know, in a board meeting or, you know, your boss is talking to you and you're just like, oh, I'm overwhelmed with emotion. I don't know what to do and how to process it. Then that's a really nice one under the table. No one can see what's happening yep. and you're helping to shift it, the uh, energy. 
That is, I love, love, love that. Now, I want to make sure that we get through because can you talk to us a little bit? Because we've talked about what the technique of, of EFT and tapping is, but you talk about it being scientific and evidence-based as releasing. Can you talk a little bit more about that behind it? Or yeah, Absolutely. I was just thinking I also have... Um... I have my little science of tapping book here. I think it's, um, bear me one moment and I will come back in one second. Absolutely. And um, Lisa also talks a lot about uh, Reiki. She, uh, you know, does a lot of work with Reiki, neuroplasticity, uh, space clearing and energy healing, muscle testing. Oh, my word. Um, I do a lot of muscle testing. And in fact, my grandchildren from age 12 on down to age four, I have taught how to muscle test themselves. And so they absolutely know how to know what their body needs. <laughs> Absolutely. That is a fantastic technique. And so, you know, you can use muscle testing to test what essential oils will be beneficial for you now. And, you know, do you diffuse them or do you put them on different parts of your body? Or, you know, we were talking about, you know, nutrition earlier, Amy. Yes. So you can muscle test to say, right, I can't do all of this stuff in terms of nutrition, but what's the one thing that I need to do or, or need to be eating to help support me from a nutritional perspective? Yeah. Because often people try to do too much stuff and it's about just keeping it simple. These really, really simple, easy techniques. So you were asking in terms of uh, tapping being evidence-based. I have a really, really beautiful book here. It's reasonably new. It's called The Science of Tapping. Okay. And who is our author on that? I can't oh, our, read that. Our author is a beautiful Australian, uh, Dr. Peter, Peter Stapleton. She is an incredible practitioner. Um, she's a leading researcher in, I think, in the world in terms of um, emotional freedom technique, running a number of different clinical trials, um, you know, supporting and building the evidence for um, EFT. So we'll link that into the show notes and resources. Uh, so, so guys, make sure you check out those, those notes from the, the episode and you'll see that book. Yeah, fantastic. So you know, there's, there's over 140 clinical trials and evidence is just building and building and building. Um, one of my favourite people is an, an American, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Okay. And he, uh, he forwarded the book, which is really beautiful. So he's a, he's a leader in um, energy techniques. And uh, in terms of some evidence that supports um, various, I guess, sort of conditions and whatnot, so trauma. Okay. PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. That's a big one. Uh, it is huge. And so mm -hmm. for me personally on my journey, I had a lot of PTSD, being sick for six years, not being able to get out of illness or starting to get well and then, you know, getting bitten by another tick and then ending up with shingles for 10 months and, you know, back in bed for 12 months and not being able to function. So, you know, there was a lot of a lot of loss, a lot of loss of self, the experiences that I went through. So very, very traumatizing. And these techniques are really what's helped me to get out of bed and to transform my life. So stress and anxiety. I mean, who doesn't experience 
stress. <laughs> Waving wildly here. <laughs> is, is, that, is that a no? You don't experience stress, no, Amy. Never. <laughs> never. If you're breathing, you're experiencing stress in, in some way, shape, or form. I, that's just the world that we live in. Uh, so having a, a modality that you can uh, use and trust, you know, to help. Beautiful. Mm. I mean, I work with so many people who, you know, obviously stress, but are in overwhelm. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff going on and it is, things are so overwhelming. And literally we identify, you know, what it is that's overwhelming. We create our setup statement. We do a few rounds of tapping. The energy completely shifts. So they've gone from a 10 or a 7 or an 8 out of 10 to a 0. And once that overwhelm or that stress has been depleted or reduced in their body, it's it's breaking that emotional connection. It's not changing what's actually happening in their life. It's just that emotion the emotions associated with it. And they realize it can reflect and go, oh, actually, that feels so much clearer. That's actually not the problem. Actually, what the problem is and what we find is that the problem is a lot deeper. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of surface level stuff. It's something that happened, you know, when they were a baby or through childhood and they've had an experience or a belief uh, that they took on at that period of time and it's affecting their life now. So you re- remove that initial overwhelm and then you can start to peel back those layers and actually get to, here we go, the big words here, the root cause. Right, right. Now, what are your opinions on, because a lot of the EFT work um, and tapping work that I have been a part of, there is a certain sequence of essential oils that we can use that actually helps us to release that tied emotion to the event or the situation. Do you find that to be true in your yeah, it's not something that I use. I do okay. use essential oils, but I don't necessarily use them for, for tapping because a lot of the work that I do with clients is remotely via Zoom. But but I am a full advocate for essential oils because essential oils help to support the body at those emotional, um, spiritual layers and those energetic layers that we're not aware of. Right. So um, it helps at a vibrational level. So someone is vibrating at a certain you know, negative emotion, um, and they're having trouble releasing, it's a really, really beautiful support tool. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, you know, when when you can smell something, it goes straight to the limbic system and, uh, you know, just absolutely amazing. Be- because, Amy, and you just highlight the limbic system is the emotional center of the brain, tapping affects the limbic system. Right. So it doesn't uh, take logic. It's going direct to an emotion. Yes. And like you said, the word's logic. It's not logical. You know, we think, hang on a minute, it's not logical for us to tap and talk about negative stuff. (laughs) Right. You know, it's not, you know, it's not uh, logical for us to say, I have this headache, I have this headache, I have this headache. (laughs) Because it's like, yeah. I I love it. I love it. Okay. Now, I do not want to get off this episode. I want to make sure that um, Linda or Lisa, Linda, Lisa, I (laughs) ask you, is there anything that, because we're going to run out of time and I want to make sure, is there anything that you, we haven't kind of covered with some of the emotional work and 
we can go on to episode two, three, four. We can do a series <laughs> with this because it's so huge. But yeah. anything that you would like to bring and address um, with our listeners uh, on this episode that we haven't really tapped into yet? Tapped into. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, the first thing is, uh, and, and it's, it's generally my number one go-to and recommendation, is to stop. And find some stillness and some space because everyone is so busy doing, doing, doing things. And, you know, we've spoken about a a lot of tools and techniques, which is fantastic, but it can be overwhelming. So Mm -hmm. what I recommend people do is a stop and try to listen to their body because their body is trying to tell them something. If you get a cold, don't take the cold, cold and flu and head back off to work, you know, take some essential oils, but take some time and stop and listen to your body because your body's trying to tell you something. It's trying to tell you that it's sick for a reason and it doesn't want you to go to work and push, 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 push. It actually wants some rest and it wants you to listen to it. So number one is, is listen to your body. And if you're having trouble listening to your body, then seek some support from people around you or a practitioner that help and can support you to help you to listen to your body. You know, you, you mentioned the muscle testing or, you know, the pulling cards or, you know, the EFT. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of tools and techniques, but we get overwhelmed with them all. So number one is, is to stop and then find that support to help you to develop those tools and techniques and to, in, to be able to integrate them and find the ones that work for you. Right. You mentioned a lot today, but, you know, people, people might say, actually, that doesn't resonate with me. And that's fine. Yep. Go and find something that does, but don't do nothing. Right. Right. Because if you do nothing you're going to get the same result that you've always had. And that's insanity. <laughs> yeah. And, but I just want to make a really important point there. I've been stuck in fight, flight, freeze mode. Mm-hmm. In freeze mode, my, my nervous system couldn't do things. So practitioners would recommend supplements or herbals or whatever it was, but I really struggled because I was in freeze mode. So there was so much trauma in my body. So just be mindful and kind to yourself that the reason that you might not be doing something is because you are stuck and your nervous system and your body is stuck. And if that's the case and you can't do anything, then seek some help and support for some, um, from some practitioners who will help guide you and help support you with releasing that trauma, supporting your nervous system so that you can get out of fight, flight, freeze, and then you can start know to do and move forward in life perfect and if our um, listeners resonate with you and um, really like you said you worked remotely through zoom let us know how we can get a hold of you will you please yeah absolutely so hello at innerwestwomen.com.au is my email address the website is um, www.innerwestwomen.com.au and even though I'm in Australia I work with a lot of people internationally a lot of people in the US but we'll include uh, and I've got a Facebook group as well which is Inner West Women but we'll include that in the show notes so people have access to it and there's a nice quick link. Absolutely and you have your own podcast as well. I do. I do. Inner West Women, which is all about raising the vibration. So Inner West Women is, is a lo- my local area, but it doesn't matter where people are. And you don't have to be a woman to, you know, sign up to work with me or to listen or to be involved. Um, but it's really about raising the vibration of, of, of you know, women in local community. 
Wonderful. I love it. And I, I encourage everybody to go check out her, you know, social media, Facebook pages, her um, internet, her website. And we, and absolutely, we will link these into the show notes. So before we get off the call, I've got three questions. Oh, there's more, there's more. <laughs> there's more, there's more. Oh. So just, um, I want to know what upsets you. What, I mean, and not just upset you, but like really ticks you off. If there's one thing that really ticks you off, number two is what breaks your heart. So we'll start with, start with num- number one, if we can go one at a time. So yep. the first one is what, what was that? What, um, what really irritates you? I mean, what gets your go? What, I, there's other words we could use, but I don't choose to use them. <laughs> but what, you know, just fires you up. Look, I think reflecting on last night because I'm still in what happened, I think projection and um, what's the word? It starts with R, not resentment. Um, sorry, J, judgment. Oh, judgment. that's a good one. Judgment, yep. Okay. All right. What breaks your heart? What breaks my heart? Um... Seeing people or working with people who um, whose heart isn't open and expanded, and they don't know their full potential. Mm, that's people a- who don't people who don't know their full potential and the power just of love. Yeah, that that's a great one. What is the biggest problem you want to solve? The biggest problem I want to solve: inner peace. You are such a type A red personality. I love it. <laughs> and, and it's so funny, but I didn't tell you. The card that I pulled this morning was was red. Ruby. It was red and, it's, red. Attract, and it's attract success. And <laughs> that is just such an A type personality card. And I didn't look at it. I, tried it I, I pulled it out and I went, oh, that's red. And then we're having this conversation now. And I'm like, I have to. Why do you say it's such an A type personality? Your answers are so short and to the point and succinct. And that's um, a red personality very much communicates that way. We don't find the need to use a Mm -hmm. lot of words. Um, Some people can find us almost arrogant or standoffish Mm -hmm. and we're truly not. It's just, we don't feel the need to go into a paragraph explanation for something we can say in three words. Mm. It's, it's, I mean, we, we've spoken for uh, quite a long time now, which has been an amazing conversation. And if you ask me certain questions, I can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Um, so we both don't have a problem talking. But like you <laughs> said, I realise, you know, in certain groups and certain situations, I don't have any time for small talk. I don't do small talk. <laughs> I am so with you. So a, a yellow personality with a red personality really struggles because yellows, they're just, they're our lovers. They are the ones who are going to save the world and they, everything is in it for, you know, what's in it for everybody else. And um, they just have such a nurturing, caring, not that we don't have that. I was going to say that, but, yeah. You know, it, it's just the red and yellow personalities are so polar opposite, you know, as in terms of how they really communicate, you know, effectively with people. Listen, we're going to have to cut it off. My editors are going to be like, what are you doing? But Lisa, I have absolutely loved our conversation tonight. And I would love to bring you on because 
I have a whole list here that we didn't even touch. Uh, so we'll talk later. But thank you so much. We're going to make sure we get all of those resources out. You guys are going to love Lisa. Please, you know, make sure if you want to check her out, you resonate with her, go onto her website and make yourself an appointment. Thanks so much for having me. It has been an absolute ball and a laugh. I would love to come back and uh, and talk some more and um, and uh, terminate some of the help people terminate some of those toxins. <laughs> Let's get rid of them. Thank you, Absolutely. Lisa. Have a great Thanks, day. Amy. You bet. You That's all for this episode of the Toxin Terminator, and we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.